Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 26th of February. Imagine the 26th of February. We have, I think, three days left, and I guess 30 years ago on this day, I went to the hospital in labor with my daughter, and I was so excited, and I couldn't wait to see her, and they sent me home and told me I still needed to go for a long walk. Even though I was having contractions, they were like 20 minutes apart, and they were telling me that I wasn't ready, and I was so disappointed, and then I just like went back home and walked and went out and had a great dinner and did all of that. And then that night I actually went into full blown like a few minutes apart and my husband wouldn't go to the hospital with me because he was embarrassed that they sent us home. And I'm like, well, I'm going with or without you because I'm not having this baby in the house. And anyways, I went and I ended up having her on the 27th, which is tomorrow, but that was 30 years ago imagine. It's hard for me to believe, but it's there, so yay. Um, Today's show, yesterday we ended up doing this theme on lying because people's questions have been about this time in our history, and this time in our history, there's a lot of alternative realities going on, a lot of alternative truths, a lot of self-motivation, people wanting what they want. All that's going on around us, and we're just watching going, oh, wow, I would have never come up with that argument or that kind of thinking or whatever towards anything. And we're taking a look at whatever paradigm our world is in, it's all being challenged right now. So it's like the truth versus complete lacks of truth but yet it being the truth to either side. So when you talk to people, you really don't know what's real anymore. You start to question yourself. You're not really sure. So yesterday we did a show about people taking what you say is true and turning it around on you, and how does that feel? And that was Francis's question. And Vincent's question on Monday was, is everything just black or white right now? which it, it's getting there. We're very close to it just being you're either this or that. There's no in-between. And then Liam asks, Nadia, in response to today's show, I was wondering, seeing tomorrow is Relationship Wednesday, could you do a show about coming clean to our partners, rather romantic or platonic, about misrepresentations of the truth? I love today's show and for some reason never felt so invigorated after a show to the point that an impulsive yes spilled out of my mouth at the realization that the lie can't win. I think the next step for today's show is coming clean of a misrepresentation of truth, perceived delusion, etc. Also, what coming clean means for the relationship, therefore forgiveness or separation or distance for a while. If you can't, save this question for Friday. Well, it would take me too long to answer on Friday, so I'm doing it today. And I just have to start with, growth has no boundaries. 
when something is based on the truth, it may look ugly for a minute trying to sort itself out. It may look weird. It may be, you know, a little muddled. But it's still better than the best lie. So if you just think growth has no boundaries and you are in a relationship and you're not talking about something, whether it's something about your past, your present, what you're currently doing, what you've done that you don't feel proud of, that will still be there whether or not you talk about it. Because it's always in the back of your mind that you're hiding something. And you may even, because you know that that's what it is, hyper-focus on it. Because in your mind, you'll be like, well, that's the one thing they don't know. And I can't believe, like, I can't tell them. And you start questioning yourself. And you're, like, in this whole little with yourself about how you are not completely open to this person. And then it starts to question your brain and your heart on whether or not you love or trust this person enough to tell them. So it starts to play its little games because fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt are all ego, and that's the gateway into your relationship where ego is invited to the party because of fear, because fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt. So... If you're dealing with a fear of telling someone, that opens the door for the rest of all of the things that we don't want in our relationships. Sometimes at the beginning of a relationship, somebody may tell you how everybody's hurt them, everybody was wrong but them, but they were the victim of all these people. And they know that's not true. They were there partook in whatever it was that went on. So they're not telling you the truth. But what they're looking for is a savior. And if you come in as that savior for them, you are not telling the truth because you can't save them. So there's different kinds of truth, whether it's perceived like I'm going to save you, I'm going to be the person that never hurts you, and then you find out that that that's a trait of a narcissistic personality, and now they've manipulated you into taking care of them. And now if you don't, you're bad, so you don't want to be bad because you're somebody who lives on being good. The whole relationship can fall apart. Just one of you, meaning the one that's trying to save the other one, wears out. Just wear out. What Liam's asking is even... Different. I'm talking about the wedge, the silent wedge of not speaking the truth, that this is our relationship and this is how we're running our relationship. And if you both need to do what you think you need to do to be happy in your own lives, you will fulfill that through each other. But you will grow, and sometimes you may grow out of it, but that's okay because that is also the truth. But how does it work? If you are not saying something and you need to confess it, you need for yourself to confess it, like a confessional. You go in, you say it, and you're like, okay, whatever's going to happen happens. I'm just glad this is off my chest. There was a woman who everyone knows 
was married before. But she had a marriage that she didn't tell anybody about. And then she gets into a relationship where this man is very, very honest. She's a very honest person, but she was ashamed because she felt what she did was a mistake. She felt like she could not, like, handle the ridicule that she already felt for herself coming at her from someone else. She didn't think about that second marriage for a very long time. But now she's with somebody she really knows she's going to stay with, that she wants to grow with, that she trusts and knows trusts her. And all of a sudden, this marriage that she had, which was very short-lived, but to her was a judgment on her own character by herself, came to the forefront because it was the only thing she's never told anybody. And never thought she would and felt she would be fine with it. But now she meets this man and it's like she's talking to someone, it's in the back of her mind. I'm not completely honest with my partner. My partner told me everything. I didn't tell my partner everything. Now every time they talk she feels like she's swallowed a canary. No matter what they talk about, it's in the back of her mind that she did not share part of how she feels about herself. And she agonized over it, enough to come to me, like in in long enough time for her to realize, oh, my God, this is not going away. And I don't know how to blurt this out. So I said to her, What is the worst that can happen? You're old enough now in life to know that if something is worth being in, you need to feel worth being in it. And the fact that you feel you cannot share this is now completely occupying your mind and it's already taking away from the relationship Because no matter what the other person says to you, good, bad, or indifferent, you don't believe it. Because now you think, you think that if you tell this person this, they will no longer love you. So no matter what they say to you, you're like, yeah, but you don't know everything about me yet in your own mind. And you are torturing yourself with this piece of information. I said, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. person doesn't accept that about you and agrees with you that you're no good. You will be good for having said the truth. You will feel better for having said the truth. And it will answer your question as to, is this person the person I want to be with for the rest of my life? Because now... The question of how many marriages comes up because she does want to stay there. He wants to be with her in that way. And she's going to have to answer that question before she marries him. So this became a bigger and bigger deal to the point where she sought out somebody else's opinion. So I advised her. And I said, you just need to blurt it out. You just need to say it. 
You need to hear yourself, accept yourself enough to say it. Say it however you feel comfortable. Like, hey, there's something you don't know about me and it's because I'm really embarrassed about it. I felt like I rushed to judgment. That's not who I normally am. But I did. Nobody knows this about me and part of it is because I felt ashamed. But I do need to tell you that at such and such a time in my life, I did have a second marriage. I know I don't tell anybody that because we didn't really live as a married couple. Nobody around me knew we were married. But I need you to know that about me. So I gave her examples of the words and different ways to say it and I don't know exactly how she said it to him, but I do remember his answer when she told him. He said, well, is the divorce final now? Is it completely over now? And she said, well, yeah. And he said, then nothing to worry about. As long as it's not something that's in your life right now, I don't care. Think about that. What we think is so big and so bad because we have judged ourselves. All they cared about was that it wasn't an active issue that they would have to solve together now. Comes back to me and she's like, oh my God, he didn't even care. And talk about a lesson in self-judgment. Talk about reflection of ourselves and what we impose on ourselves. Torture. The torture she lived with prior to telling him. And the good news that she needed to tell him everything about herself. And she didn't want to leave anything out. Because once you know you want to stay somewhere, it really is important that the two of you know a lot about each other. Because then that wedge, that silent wedge, will not exist. And that's how it grows a relationship. Now, a lot of people may not tell you about name changes. They may not tell you if they've actually physically hurt other people. They may downplay the things they do that aren't okay. And those are all red flags. Those are all things that are going to interrupt that relationship at some point and break it up. But I asked Christ before the show, and I said, Christ, what is it about telling the truth to your partner. Other than the fact that you will know if they keep you or not, or you keep them or not, or the relationship can be kept in a healthy state or not, what's so important having nothing to hide in a relationship that you plan to stay in and keep? And this is what he said. He said, There's two ways this can go. Either you tell the truth or one day they will find out the truth 
not from you, and they will not trust you. I thought about that, and I said, wow, it's not what you're telling the person. It all goes back to the fact that you told them. And it's not their acceptance that you need. It's your own. If you can't accept yourself, you cannot accept anything that comes to you from that relationship. You will reject it. You will fight it. You guys will be fighting all the time. Even if you're hiding something that hurt you in your childhood because now it's unaddressed in the relationship, There is a very healing experience that happens to us when we say what we need to say that we think is the worst thing about us. And the other person may not even care about it, but let's say it's something we were really ashamed of and we weren't really looking for forgiveness. We, we just needed to confess it to our partner, the way they receive us instills trust in the person that trusts us, cares about us enough, and it reinstalls in us that people are trustworthy. And the fact that you look at your partner that way builds roots in the relationship that no matter how hard the wind's going to blow on the outside, those roots aren't moving. It is a critical step of facing own space in us that carries maybe anger or bitterness towards ourselves, and it heals us. That's how the truth heals. Sometimes you may get a challenge to your relationship. And I know people don't have these conversations, but we will one day. Because we don't really work in a workplace the way we used to. There aren't as many cubicle jobs as we used to have. However, you could say, wow, there's a coworker who's paying a lot of attention to me. It's making me uncomfortable. I just wanted to ask you, how do I combat that? Let the other person know what's going on. Because now you're telling them, I don't care about this. And this is what's going on. Because your wife or your husband are going to find out. First office party, they'll find out. After a while, but the minute you say that, you put the kibosh on the energy of allowing that to grow. And you can take the good from it. Like, wow, I still got my mojo. Wow, I'm still, you know, and make a joke of it and talk about it. Everything we don't talk about that has to do with fear, doubt, worry, control, or guilt is going to create the fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt in who we are personally as a person. Conflict will always come. 
because that's why we're here, is to say, hey, you know what? Can I deal with this with humility, with a selflessness? Because that doesn't come easy to us. But when I've told the truth, the forgiveness isn't even something I think about anymore. Because it was me who had to forgive me for feeling bad about myself, for being human. Because if I'm feeling something, a million other people are feeling it. But not everyone may deal with it the same way. It takes a lot of guts. Embarrasses us. It takes a lot of awareness to talk about what hurts us. And it is the secret superpower of any relationship. When you know somebody's ugly, whatever they think is ugly, and they put it on the table and they say, this is, this is me, this is the inventory of my life prior to meeting you. This is it. And Liam says, I believe if we tell the ugly truth and we feel it will destroy a relationship, but the receiver of the confession heals, not only that the truth was told, but also that the truth is told in life. It may leave things rocky for a while, but on the long run, the honesty is felt and faith and hope are felt as a result. As you say, there is no downside to the truth. There isn't. All truth, by the way, is ugly along the way because when a truth is told, all the realizations that come with that truth are going to show up. That's why in yesterday's show, when we had people who avoid the truth and create alternate realities and delusion to what you just said and you know what you said is true, you know what you saw, you know what you heard, And when people can't admit it, it shakes your faith in reality better than the best lie. I will take the consequences of the truth over not just telling it, just releasing myself of whatever I feel about it and just go on because then you know what's yours in life and what isn't. But if you have things on false pretenses, And a great example of this would be somebody who embezzled money from a company. And people say, wow, you're so successful. You're doing great. You took your family on these vacations. Great car. Man, you must be doing great. And the person knows. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, because that's why they did it, to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I am successful. But the truth was job. Well, it is because of their job ultimately because they had access to do it but it isn't because of their work. They did not earn that. So then they go to bed at night and they feel like, oh my gosh, I hope to God nobody finds out that I did not earn this money. And when the wife finds out, because that's the silent wedge, no matter how good a husband she tells him he is, he's not going to believe her because he and only he knows that he broke boundaries of truth. Every single human being 
on the face of our earth has to deal with the back and forth with truth every single day. How do I really feel about that? Why do I want that? Why don't I want that? Why do I want to be loved? Why do I want to be in a relationship if I can't be the person I am? At this point in our history, holding on to anything for anybody else has become a bigger burden than it ever was. And it goes back to the last two days and shows that we have had. Because things are black and white now. Because when energy's off, we do feel it now. I would deal with the consequences of truth over and above anything else. I make sure that my family, the people close to me, know my truth. Because I want to be free with them. With our partners. Because that freedom is when that relationship will feel like home. And it will not, I don't care what secret, even if the secret is when I was little, I I stole money from my mom's purse to buy candy for the kids on the block to pay for me. If you think, hey, I can accept that I did that and maybe it might come up one day and you talk about it, that's a non-issue. But if it bugs you and you feel like, wow, I didn't tell anybody that I had the capacity to do that at one time, it's going to bug the relationship. Whatever bugs you is going to bug your relationship because it affects how you feel about you. It affects how you accept their love coming to you. It affects how you speak truth and you don't think of yourself as a fraud. I don't know if people still do this. I've kind of been living in my own little world with Christ for such a long time that I don't even know if people feel like they're frauds anymore. I think that that black and white is cleaning up that fraud issue. Like everyone thinks I'm great, but if they really knew me, they wouldn't love me. I feel like we're willing to risk pushing the envelope to find out what's real in our lives and what isn't when it comes to the truth. It sounds so basic that we have to talk about the truth, but we have to deprogram years of us learning that if we tell the truth, that's a bad thing. Like, oh, no, anything but the truth. I'll just say I'm doing fine. Well, it also doesn't mean you go and download on anybody, but the people that are close to you need to know you so that you can be free in your relationship. The people you choose to bring into your life have to know what your life contains so they know who they're dealing with. Because let's say they don't know that you were married before or that you did something that you're really embarrassed about. And then an old friend shows up at your door from high school and they start talking. And you didn't have time to tell them there was a few things they shouldn't be talking about. And they'll look and go, I didn't know you did that. Wow, I didn't know you did that. 
wow, I don't really know if I know you. You, we we need to have a talk. And some of the stuff might be funny and harmless, but some of the stuff might not be. And the other person doesn't know that it's not. So what Christ said is you tell it so that it's not brand new when someone else tells it. Because then the trust that the two of you have is reinforced when they already know. And if they already don't know, the trust the two of you have is now challenged. Growth has no boundaries. Choose growing. Choose facing with your partner so that you can have the best relationship that feels the closest to being home ever by you being able to be yourself. You guys, time is up already. I can't believe it. These shows have been, this week has been great, at least from my end, on just reaffirming the truth. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.